0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Resting Church Face, a podcast. I am your host, Amanda Allen, and this is episode 46. Guys, Christmas is upon us. And for some of us, we feel that very literally. It is upon us. (laughs) So, in this episode, let's discuss how we can enjoy the festive season in a calming and comfortable way. So, sit back, relax, maybe listen to that Christmas song from Charlie Brown with the slightly off key singing children. You know what I'm talking about, and let's get into it. Now, Elf tells us, Elf the movie, that the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. But if you are a little more introverted with your Christmas celebrations, this is maybe your nightmare. You don't, you don't want to sing loud for all to hear. You don't like the big parties. You would really just like to experience Christmas in a calm manner. But sometimes that's hard to do because part of the Christmas season is the bustle and the parties and the people and the caroling and the Christmas shows and the stressful shopping. And it can all get very overwhelming very quickly. And I'm not saying that those traditions, the parties, the shopping, the caroling are not fun and part of Christmas. They are. But if that's all we do at Christmas, then I think that's when we get holiday burnout and we begin to get a little snappy with people and the stress begins to pile up. So in this episode, I want us to talk about ways that we can enjoy Christmas in a more quiet manner. So if you're finding yourself the week after Thanksgiving a little short on Christmas cheer, and you really don't feel like singing loud for all to hear. Let's talk about ways that we can usher in the Christmas spirit that don't add any stress to our lives. Okay, let's get started. I think one of the best ways to start feeling that cozy Christmas feeling is to decorate. Decorate your house. Now listen, this can also be a little stressful. I get it. Like you've got to drag things out from places, find the ornaments that, you know, some of them may be broken now, untangle the lights, all of those things can just be a little bit of a headache. But let me just tell you this, you don't have to do it all at once. You don't. You don't have to hang up every single Christmas tinsel, snow globe, (laughs) um, you know, garland. You don't have to do it all right now. Start small. Maybe do one thing a day. Maybe today you pull out a ceramic Christmas tree and plug it in. Tomorrow, you may put up some lights. The next day, you might find a Christmas throw. Take your time. You're not on a schedule. You know, and a lot of you probably decorate the tree with family. Let them help you. (laughs) Do not do all of it by yourself. You are not the only one responsible for making sure the tree is fluffed and you know looks good just from the front and you know neglect the back like my family did we hung all the ornaments you know around the tree and the back of our tree always looked you know <laughs> like a sad woodland creature and we never had a real tree so it was just you know kind of like dead in the back <laughs> but the front was beautiful you know that's where all the good stuff happened anyway you don't have to do all that stuff take it slow now if you have kids I realize that this is easier said than done, taking it slow, because part of the fun for kids with Christmas is decorating, decorating the tree, putting up the lights, baking the cookies, all of those things. It shapes their Christmas. So there are times, I think, when we have to kind of suck it up and be a little bit more cheerful <laughs> than we might feel like being. But I think you can slow it down a little bit. Let them really help. You know, don't be so micromanagey about it. You don't have to do it all. And then let me say this too. If you don't have children and you don't feel like decorating a whole tree, don't do it. You can buy pre-lit things. I don't have a huge Christmas tree. Part of it is because I have a cat who would jump in it and, you know, destroy it immediately. <laughs> But I have, like I said before, a ceramic Christmas tree that my grandmother made in the 80s that my mom gave to me after my grandmother passed away. And I put that in my living room every year and my cat does not bother it. And it's beautiful and I love it. And it helps me to feel calm. There is something about just sitting in front of the tree, even if it is ceramic, and you know watching Christmas movies and just feeling that little glow that you get from pretty lights. One of my favorite lines in You've Got Mail is when Kathleen Kelly says, it will all shake out. Meanwhile, I'm putting up more twinkle lights. It's true. It will shake out. Everything will be okay. Everything that we're stressed about is going to work out. So let's put up some twinkle lights. The next way to usher in Christmas calm is to listen to calming Christmas music. Now, I love Sleigh Ride and Jingle Bell Rock and rocking around the Christmas tree as much as the next person. But sometimes I want quiet music. And there are two ways that I have found to do this to achieve the quiet Christmas music feeling. (laughs) Um, The first one is YouTube. You can get on YouTube and type in Christmas ambiance. Just type that in and it will come up with video after video and they're like 11 hours long of just a scene of a really cozy Christmas scene that's computer generated. But it's like, you know, a coffee shop or a snowy field or a living room that's really decorated with a roaring fireplace. And a lot of times it just has like sleigh bells and fireplace sounds and like some jazz music. Now, what I do like about this is that I love to read while this is playing in the background because for me, to read with music. It has to be music that I don't know the melody. Like it's not a song that I recognize because if it's a song that I recognize, I start thinking about the lyrics or I'm paying attention to it, waiting for the next part that I know. And I can't really concentrate on my book. So what I like about the YouTube Christmas channels is that for the most part, it's kind of vague holiday jazz music that just sounds Christmassy. But there's not a moment where I'm like, "Oh, that's a Holy Night" or "That's Jingle Bells." It doesn't distract me when I'm reading because it's just pretty music. Now there are sometimes though that I do want actual Christmas songs, um, but I also want them to be quiet. And there are two albums that I always go to, and then there's one Spotify playlist that I always go to. So the first album is Ingrid Michaelson, and it's Songs for the Season. I love this album so much that I even bought it on vinyl because I love the scratchy way it feels. The whole album is meant to sound like an old-fashioned Christmas radio album. (laughs) It it sounds very much like, you know, the old-timey Mr. Sandman kind of sound that you get, you know, Dean Martin and Ella Fitzgerald. It has that quality to it, and it's just classic Christmas songs. Now, she has also done... Um, a beautiful version of All I Want for Christmas is You with Leslie Odom Jr., who played Aaron Burr in Hamilton, and his voice is like butter. It is such a beautiful song. And for the most part, this whole album is just very calm. The second album that I always listen to is Sarah McLaughlin's Winter Song. This album came out in 2006, and I have listened to it every single year since. Every song is... Calm, you know, even Sarah McLaughlin's peppy songs sound calm. she is just one of those people um and you know, I was trying to explain to someone who was born in you know the late nineties <laughs> that Sarah McLaughlin wasn't always the a s p c a sad dog singing lady that there was a time when she was very popular and we loved her, and I still love her. Her music is still great, but this is Sarah McLaughlin at her best at her most drowsy <laughs> in the best way. So that is an album that I always listen to during Christmas. And then my favorite Christmas Spotify playlist is A Comfortable Holiday Melancholy. And it was curated by Kendra Adachi, who is the lazy genius. She has a podcast called The Lazy Genius. She's written some books. I love her. But it's perfect. It's quiet. It's a little melancholy, but not in a depressing way. It's just that yearning, slightly sad, you know... It's the way that the song Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas when it's done correctly makes you feel. So if you understand what I'm saying, like that is what I want out of Christmas music. That feeling of just, "Ah." you know, there's nostalgia, there's a little sadness, but for the most part, it's just very soothing. So calming Christmas music does the trick for me every single time. Next, Christmas movies. Now listen, I love all Christmas movies, even the really cheesy Lifetime Hallmark movies. And I've already seen a few this year. Guys, okay, this has nothing to do with calming Christmas things. I'm just throwing this in there. Do you know how you know (laughs) that this movie? this Christmas movie is really bad and they had a very small budget is when they show the interior of whatever house they're supposed to be in. And it literally looks like a rooms to go commercial. Like you can tell that it's just like some apartment that they rented for like the week. And they've, they're they just like, there's no art on the walls. There's like just your general, a very generic bed with decorations. And you're like, Oh, you know, they they had a very, very small budget for this movie. And that's how you also know that the plot's going to be real iffy. But even those are fun because it's acceptable to be cheesy at Christmas. But as much as I love those kind of movies, and I love Elf, I love Four Christmases, Fred Claus, all of those movies. There are times that I want just nostalgic and sweet and quiet Christmas movies. And I have a list for you. Of course I do. First is a classic because it deserves to be. And that is It's a Wonderful Life with Jimmy Stewart. This to me is your quintessential Christmas movie. And I love it every time I watch it. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this is fantastic. And you know, it is a Christmas movie, but it's a movie that you really can watch all year long, it has such a great message to it that every life is precious and that we do affect everyone we know, even when we feel like we don't matter. We do. It's just, it, it really is. I can't say enough about it. It's beautiful. The next movie is one that I don't think gets mentioned enough as being a Christmas movie, and it absolutely is, and that is While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock. Guys, this movie is so delightful. It's so f- funny. It has some great one-liners. My sister and I walk around all the time going, these mashed potatoes are so creamy. (laughs) It's just so good. And it's a Christmas movie. It's set at Christmas. That's part of the plot of the movie. So, And it's calm. It's a very quiet movie. It's charming. It reminds me a lot of You've Got Mail, which is another calming Christmas movie that I don't think a lot of times is categorized as a Christmas movie, but Christmas is a big plot line in that movie. It just has that same kind of feel. It's, you know, Chicago in the winter in the nineties. So automatically that's, you know, very nostalgic, just like you've got mail as New York city in the nineties and the winter and the fall. So those two movies, fantastic, but especially while you were sleeping. And then my favorite calming Christmas movie, and it's been my favorite since I was a kid, And that is One Magic Christmas. Now, this movie, I think, was released in 1985. It's playing on Disney Plus right now. But it's a movie that not many people know about. I remember watching it when I was, you know, five, six, seven. We watched it every year. We had it on VHS. It's with Mary Steenburgen. And it is about a family who is very poor, And they're being forced out of their house by the corporation that her husband used to work for. It was a company house and he was let go from his job and he has to move. And the mom, played by Mary Steenburgen, is just very stressed and has no Christmas spirit. And her children want her to believe in Santa Claus, which, you know, sounds like your standard Scroogey kind of a Christmas movie. But guys, it's just, it's so good. And it's so sweet and you know, there is a point that feels like it's going to be a really sad movie, but it's not. I just, I can't say enough good things about it. If, if you enjoy that feeling of 80s Christmas nostalgia, this is the movie for you. Because this is how I remember Christmas. The decorations, the fashion, the toys, all of it. So again, that is One Magic Christmas and it is on Disney Plus right now. But those movies really are perfect For that cozy Christmas feeling. Lastly, this is kind of a new Christmas tradition for me, but it has been so calming and enjoyable, and that is cooking. Now, I have always said that I'm not a great cook, but I'm realizing now that it's really because I never cooked. (laughs) I never tried to do it. Now, I did have valid reasons for this. Every place that I have lived up until now had a really terrible kitchen. (laughs) Like, everything was outdated. Um, I lived in an apartment once where, like, no matter what you put in the refrigerator, when you would take it out, it tasted like plastic. Like, I don't know what it was about that refrigerator, but everything began to taste weird. Or... I've had different places where I've lived where, like, the stove did not heat all the way through. So anytime you would try to heat something up, the middle would be frozen. So I finally was just like, well, I guess I'm a takeout girly or a microwave. If you can't microwave it, I'm not cooking it. But this house that I'm living in now, Glory B, has an updated kitchen. And all the appliances work. And there's actual countertop space. And so I have started to dabble in cooking. Now, a lot of this is in thanks to my friend Ashley, who is the best cook I've ever met in my entire life. She can make anything. She doesn't really use recipes. I don't understand that. She's the kind of person who can just be like, eyeball it. I'm like, what do you mean, eyeball it? She's like, you know, like a teaspoon. I'm like, yeah, but I need to like measure out a teaspoon. I can't just be like, that's a teaspoon. But she can. She can just be like, oh, that's a half cup. Doesn't make sense to me. But She has been so gracious and sent me some, you know, beginner recipes to kind of get me started. And I have made some pies, some soups, some cookies, just things that I probably would never have tackled on my own. But when I start doing them, there is something so soothing about preparing food while you're listening to music, just all of the things that I know a lot of people just really enjoy about cooking. It really is true. Um, I made a fudge pie over Thanksgiving that I was sure was not going to be that great, but it was so good. I may have eaten a whole pie (laughs) because we still have not had Thanksgiving with my family because we did have people sick. So we're about to do that probably in the next week or two. Um, So I had this pie and I was just like, well, somebody's got to eat it. So I did. But it was so much fun to make it. So if you like to cook, or even if you don't think you do, just try something easy. You know, even if it's just really simple chocolate chip cookies, you know, like in Friends, where they're like, these cookies are delicious. And it was the Nestle Tollhouse recipe, Nestle Tollus. <laughs> it really is easy to do. Just follow the instructions on the back of the bag. There is something so centering and calming. But so enjoyable during Christmas, when you've got the Christmas lights going, you've got Christmas music playing, and you're just kind of in the zone, you really can block out all the things that are stressing you and just concentrate on rolling little balls of dough. And it's delightful. So if you are feeling a little overwhelmed this Christmas, first of all, take a deep breath. Relax. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to be all things to all people. There is only one Santa Claus, and you are not him. So let that burden come off your shoulders. Don't let the stress and anxiety of everything that you have to do, all the places you have to be, overpower the joy of the season. So breathe, and let's actually enjoy what really is the most wonderful time of the year. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me again this week. And as always, thank you so much for telling your friends and family about the podcast. It means so much to me. If you get a chance to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so excited about that. It just helps other people find the show. If you'd like to find me on Instagram, it's super easy. I am at Resting Church I hope you have a fantastic week and let's get together again soon.